Eight-year-old Jessica Ross is a bright little girl who started playing piano at age three. Jessica also has mitochondrial myopathy, a disease that interferes with muscular functioning and makes it difficult to retain energy. A few years ago, the disease began to take a financial toll on the family, according to Jessica's dad, Wayne Ross. But for her uh, specific kind of disease, there's no area specialist. Closest one is in Seattle, so that's about $1,000 every six months kind of a thing, let alone your medications, which are not, uh, in the beginning, are not prescribed, so those are over the counter. So that's all going out too, plus your doctor's visits and this and that. Um, she uh, can easily uh, get a fever uh, close to 105, and she'll be in the hospital for three days. The Rosses moved to the Treasure Valley from California in 2006 and purchased a 2,100-square-foot home in Meridian. They paid about $260,000, not an unreasonable price at the time. Once settled, Wayne became a teacher at Nampa High School, and his wife, Mickey, a nurse, started teaching at a local health clinic. With rising health care costs and Wayne's pursuit of his master's degree in teaching at Boise State, it became increasingly difficult for the Rosses to pay their mortgage every month. That, uh, coupled with everything else that was happening in our economy, um, as we started to move into you know, 2008-ish, 2009, everything started to shift, um, you know, we started to see that we weren't going to be able to keep the house. We saw our bank account going down and down. I was uh, working, I got my master's at BSU. Um, I was doing what we'd always thought we were supposed to do, is <laughs> get a higher degree and be rewarded, and that wasn't happening. Wayne decided to drop his teaching job and focus on Jessica's education and health. The Rosses also tried to secure a loan modification through the Federal Home Affordable Modification Program, or HAMP. HAMP is a federally mandated program that the banks have to comply with certain terms and, terms and conditions of the refinance process if the homeowner qualifies. So again, you still go through that three to six month qualification period in which you're at risk of your home being either put into foreclosure or becoming very far behind. After 10 and a half months of this process, the Rosses decided not to go through the HAMP program and pursue a HAFA short sale. Since you qualify for HAMP, you automatically qualify for HAFA, which is the Home Affordable Foreclosure Alternative, which the government created uh, to get people uh, who have a lot of medical bills, uh, hardships, these different things going on. It, it's made for those people. To prepare a half a short sale with Bank of America, the Ross family discovered there were a number of hurdles to jump through. First, Bank of America demanded an extra $1,500 cash. This demand was declined by the Rosses just as the short sale was about to close in July of 2011. At the last moment, the bank suddenly realized the short sale was under the HAFA program and declined the Rosses on a procedural technicality. Not only did she decline it, but she did what they call a hard decline, so nobody could get access to the file. Yeah, instead of just saying, okay, well then let's, let's restructure, let's do something else. Nope, start over. One of the most common difficulties with applying for a half a short sale is the fixed minimum income requirement. The Ross family exceeded the minimum despite their mounting health insurance costs. Half it, I haven't seen, when I say one in a hundred, I mean, I'm trying to think of one that was that qualified and made it through half a, um, that didn't just ultimately go through a normal short sale process and then um, negotiating any deficiency balances or waiving. The Rosses moved into a 1,200 square foot apartment in Boise while still maintaining the Meridian home. We were not happy, to say the least, um, but we knew that we had to go forward. You know, um, we didn't want the implications of just leaving the house, any of that kind of stuff. 
Uh, we didn't want to abandon it, per se. Um, but during that time, when they said, okay, basically, we're ready to go, da-da-da-da-da. So by the 14th, we were packing up our house in Meridian and getting ready to move here. The family reapplied for half a short sale program on October 31, 2011. The new contract from Bank of America asked them to guarantee no lawsuits, set a sale price of $160,000, $41,000 less than what they owed, plus a few other fees. Numerous buyers offered to pay at least $160,000, but the bank, Freddie Mac, the bank's investor, and the Loan Resolution Corporation continuously blamed each other for the delay in closing the deal. When you ask LRC, they say it's Freddie Mac. When you ask Freddie Mac, if you can get a Freddie Mac person, they say it's B of A. When you ask B of A, they say it's LRC. The Rosses could have taken the half a short sale to court before they decided to sign it. But after months of trying to understand the forces at play and stacks of paperwork, they compromised with a standard short sale. Pickens noted that a fourth party, besides Bank of America, Freddie Mac, and LRC, that often delays the short sale process is the bank's mortgage insurance company. Now you ask, why would an insurance company do that? Well, because they insure every loan. And you figure you and I that haven't been through the foreclosure short sale process are, you know, the insurance money that has been paid on our loans, the insurance companies gained that as a profit. You know, only one in 10 houses are in foreclosure or short sale. And so the other nine have kind of picked up that tab. The Ross's case is a classic example of how difficult it can be to complete a loan modification when circumstances change. Their case illustrates that there is no guarantee that federal programs such as HAMP or HAFA will actually help any individual owner, regardless of need. So basically, across the whole, this whole scenario across the country has raised insurance rates on mortgages, which is why banks don't want to lend as much money because they're paying more. We're paying more as consumers when we purchase homes. But at the end of the day, um, I personally don't feel sorry for the mortgage insurance companies. They're still making a profit. The banks are still making ridiculous profits, um, bigger profits now than they were making five years ago when everything crashed. Bank of America did not provide a response for this story despite several attempts to reach them. Despite their lengthy ordeal, the Rosses demonstrated that there is still hope with patience. The family was recently approved for a standard short sale and the home was sold. The first choice always is the short sale. And, and by far the better choice of, of what you can do in that situation. And find a short sale specialist realtor. Someone who can, who knows the process, knows the quagmire, knows the language that you need to speak with the uh, bankers. There's no way around any of this kind of stuff that makes sense. And we're not even trying to get ahead. We're just trying to break free. And we know our credit's destroyed, and it's going to be a couple of years before. I'm never buying a house unless <laughs> I've got all the funds. Mm -hmm.